We've all been raised on television to believe that one day we'd all be millionaires and movie gods and rock stars. But we won't. We're slowly learning that fact. And we're very, very pissed off. So today is April 19th. Uh, the Friday, this is Good Friday. Good Friday, everybody. Uh, this is Good Friday, uh, which of course uh, means that it is two days until, uh, I was about to say Halloween, no Easter. Uh, all right, so uh, let's get to it. Uh, all right, let's start with the depressing stuff. And I shouldn't say it's 100% depressing. Um, oh, first of all, uh, today's musical guest is Ida Maria. Ida Maria, this is the uh, my easily my all-time not all-time. This is my favorite musical discovery of the last ten years. And the reason uh, I, I you know I shouldn't say I discovered it. I mean I think this album is from 2008. I want to say, but the um, the song appeared uh, in the credits of the animated series Big Mouth, which if you have not seen Big Mouth, oh my goodness, do yourself a favor. It is the filthiest, but funniest, but also just most honest and true version of what um, uh, uh, puberty is like. Uh, And it stars the likes of John Mulaney and uh, Jason Manzukis and Nick Kroll and Maya Rudolph and Fred Armisen. I mean, the cast is amazing, but it's it's really a fantastic, um, fantastic show. But anyway, so this not this song. I'll tell you when the when the other song. And in fact, <laughs> the 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 song that got me hooked on Ida Maria is actually the first song on the album. But I didn't want to play that because I always believe that the best song should always be the third song on the album, which is just how I am. Um, and I don't know. I guess I wanted to build up to it. I didn't want to just l- let go with the first one. So we'll get to more Ida Maria uh, in a second. All right. So the bummer. Um so uh, the good news is, is I get the, uh, today off. Um, I don't know why I've never had a company before where I got Good Friday off. Um, but, you know, it's the holiday weekend. And I tell you, man, like there's all kinds of stuff when um, you have kids that they don't prepare you for. And one thing is that uh, you, you, <laughs> weekends are no longer relaxing, right? Because it's all either like you're shuttling kids to events or you're like desperate to find playdates for them because they get bored and then they start hassling you. And then, and now also um, we, holidays too, it's it like people feel the need to like jam up the holiday with other activities and it's like guys I I, I want to relax these weekends should be relaxing it shouldn't be this gauntlet that I have to run 
You know, it's like, yay, that's nice, let's hang out. Oh, this is another great Ida Maria song. I like you better when you're naked. I mean, I, I'm not going to say this is a perfect album, and I'm not saying every song is great, but God, the songs that are good are just like, they just infect my brain. I can't shake them. They're so good. Anyway, all right, so that's it. I'm just, uh, I, you know, it's funny. I'm, I'm already regretting the weekend. Meanwhile, I had a great day today. Today was a lot of fun. I got to do whatever I wanted, and God damn it, you know I did. Okay, so, oh, speaking of doing whatever I wanted to do today, I went to the gym. And um, and I know what you're thinking, like, why would you go <laughs> on your day off to the gym? It's just because I, I wasn't sure I would be able to fit it in, you know, in the rest of the weekend. But uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was at the gym, and, you know, I'm, I'm wearing my Big Trouble in Little China uh, tank top. Um, I'm looking at myself in the mirror. It kind of looks like, you know, maybe the working out is doing something, I guess. I don't know. So I'm feeling a little good about myself. And then this guy, like two benches down from me, he looked like just a regular dude. And he was working out in a sweatshirt, which I always, I see guys do this all the time. I don't understand what the game there is. I guess. The idea is maybe they're gonna sweat more and lose weight or something. I don't know, it's dumb. But anyway, so he had a sweatshirt on and he did an exercise and I guess he was feeling warmed up. And so he took his sweatshirt off and he was wearing the smallest spaghetti strapped uh, uh, tank top I've ever seen because he was super jacked and he wanted everybody to know it. And it was like, oh, and, oh and, and you know, in my brain, like all the good feelings I had just immediately drained out of my head about myself. And I was just like, oh, oh, by the way, this is the good song. This is the hit. It's called uh, Oh My God. Uh, and I'll uh, I'll let you I'll, let, I'll I'll keep talking until it kicks in. So anyway, so all of that good vibes just immediately drain out of my system and I get so down on myself. And, um, oh, here's the good part. Anyway, so I'm just like, I'm looking at him and I'm looking at me and I'm just like, how are we even the same species? Like, wouldn't Coriolanus um, put us in a different genus or phylum or something if he, you know, if he saw the two of us standing next to each other and was like, no, no, these are, these are not the same classification of species at all. And then he got up, because I guess previously he'd been sitting down with a, with a chair with a back on it, and he gets up, and I kid you not, from his neck to his butt crack was wall-to-wall back acne, also affectionately known as backne. And I saw that, and I, now I don't know for those of you who know, backne is definitely one of the telltale signs of steroid use. And as soon as I saw that, I felt so much better about myself. I was like, 
Oh, okay, you're using roids. That's how you're getting to look like that. It's not because genetically you were blessed or anything. You're you're a steroid user. Uh, and I'm like, okay, well, if I wanted to cheat like that, I guess I could and, and you know, inject my ass with some sort of uh, bull semen or whatever it is you're doing. And, oh, and just so you know, the other... T- telltale signs of steroid use um well the only one i really know is that your head gets bigger uh because you know steroids it just tells your body to keep growing and so your head gets bigger and then also what's crazy is the because your head is getting bigger the gap between your front teeth gets wider and so they call the roid gap and so you know schwarzenegger has um has had that fixed. He used to have a pretty big roid gap, uh, but you know he he got money and he got it fixed. And and uh, but you'll still see a lot of professional bodybuilders with the roid gap. And it's like, come on, dude, don't you want to get that fixed? Um, and then the, just today, just today, I saw a guy who I don't think was actively doing steroids, but he looked like he had acne scars on his back, and he was. You know, he was still a big dude, but it was just like, oh, yeah, see, you're smart. You stopped doing it. And, you know, you still have the scars of the past. So we all still know you were a cheater. But um, but anyway, so uh, anyway, that's that's my gym experience for this for this week. So, uh, one one of the cute things uh, that uh, happened with the kid this week is she, I don't know why, but um, uh, Billy Joel's We Didn't Start the Fire came on, and I hate that song. Of all the Billy Joel songs, it's the worst, but it's the song that, like, I think was the biggest hit for him, and all the people of a certain age it's like that's the song they know which is so vomitous but anyway so but but i i i told alexa uh alexa uh, uh play we didn't start the fire i don't know just for those of you who have it who happen to be listening to it aloud but uh, but i told alexa to stop and play the next song and uh, and ayla the daughter she's like oh i like that song and i'm like you know that song she's like yeah, Teenage Mutant Turtles, there's Michelangelo and Donatello, Teenage Mutant Turtles, and I was like, you know what, congratulations, you just made that song a thousand percent better, good job for co-opting it into the uh, new TMNT theme song. So um, I, I uh, the other day I was reflecting on all the cool things that we did uh, when we made the UGTV pilot. Uh, obviously, uh, listener of the podcast Alexis Perplexus is in that. Uh, hopefully, he remembers that experience fondly. I hope. Um, but we did. We did some really cool stuff. You know, the idea of the annoying question of the interview where we call it out and we make it this big celebration of, of ridiculousness. 
the idea of having musical guests on that weren't big and famous, um, the idea that we would wheel the guests out on a dolly and how like unnerving <laughs> that is because I, I had it done obviously to me and it's it's weird um, but you know oh and then and then having uh, you know when we go to the clip we have um, we have somebody come out we have Steve Portugal come out. And he's just wearing a T-shirt, and he becomes the movie screen that we project it onto, and then we just dissolve into the clip. I really felt like we we did some cool stuff, uh, and I was really ha I was really happy we did it. Uh, you know that that we we came up with these ideas and we really like innovated. Um, that being said, uh, the reason. Uh, well, and the reason why I bring all of this up is not just to pat myself on the back, but also because I officially like removed all the content from the website. Um, I left up the best of UGTV pilot, uh, which you can watch. It's also on YouTube. Uh, but I just felt like it had been, oh gosh, I think almost... I think it had been 18 years. I think we shot that thing in 2001. And it, you know, nothing has happened of it, right? It's very clear I'm not going to be in show business. You know, I've been on Mad TV. I've been on the Howard Stern show. I've, you know, I made this pilot. Like, I'm not going to be in show business. And it's heartbreaking. I mean, I, w I wish I was. But nowadays, so many people are getting roasted for tweets that they put out 10 years ago and people are calling those up and saying like hey you shouldn't have this job or you shouldn't be allowed to do this thing or we you should be fired from this because of an old tweet i was just like no good can come of this right like there's no there's no upside to me keeping this content online now one of the things i've always been very proud of the fact that I've always been able to maintain this double life, you know, this online thing where I'm, you know, saying, let's be honest, I've said some pretty nasty shit on that website about how, like, um, you know, if you're ugly, you can't pay, uh, you can't give your friends pizza to help them move. You got to give at least give them blowjobs and stuff. I mean... In the, in the Me Too era, like, that shit doesn't fly anymore at all. So I was like, you know what? And, and you know, like I said, I, I, if I still had a shot of getting into show business, maybe I would have kept it up and, you know, maybe tweaked, removed a couple of pages, whatnot. Uh, a lot of the content, too, that I created, a lot of the original content was all Flash-based. So that's not an option anymore. Nobody has Flash installed. No one will be installing Flash on their web browser. So, you know, half the shit doesn't even work. So I'm like, all right, never mind. Just take just take it all down. And it's sad. Um, I wish I, I, I wish things were different, but they aren't. So there it is. Um, yeah. But look, I'm going to keep doing this podcast. Uh, I don't think I've said anything on this podcast that's that crazy. And certainly, I have, I, I have always kept my employers out of it. Um, yeah, so it's not like you can say like, oh, well, you said this, or you released these trade secrets, or you talk shit about this company. No, I just talk about my personal life. So, 
don't worry, this isn't going anywhere. All right, so speaking of people I have talked shit about, um, a while ago when I when I was talking about David Lee Roth, I was um, shitting on Michael Anthony pretty significantly because Billy Sheehan, who was in David Lee Roth's band, is such a significantly better bass player than uh, Michael Anthony. But two things. One, Michael Anthony is the backing vocals of Van Halen. Like, you know, those harmonies, those backing vocals, that's all Michael Anthony, and he's great at that. But also, uh, Sammy Hagar, Michael Anthony, and Jason Bonham, the uh, son of Led Zeppelin drummer John Bonham, have all formed a band together, and they're called The Circle, which is dumb. But uh, they were on Howard Stern, and Michael Anthony was doing, you know, he was like talking about the bass he uses. He uses a Schechter bass, which I know the name, but I never thought that they made anything that was at all like something you'd want to put on an album. But okay, cool. I guess maybe he's in, you know, he's endorsed. They gave him money, so. Um, but it was cool because he he did a cool little like like riff, and I was like, okay, I take it all back, Michael Anthony. You you don't do that on Van Halen albums because Eddie is already going and you can't have two guys going because it just gets too muddy. So Michael Anthony would just do 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 to his heart's content. And we all thought he was a shitty bass player. Now, see, haha, I've incriminated all of you too. You're co conspirators into my shitting on uh, plan. That's right, I'm throwing you all under the bus. If I'm going, you're going with me. So I saw, I was watching um, Thor Ragnarok and. Uh, it's a great movie. I haven't watched it yet. It's on, I think it's still on Netflix. I think it's maybe one of the best Marvel movies of all time. It's really fantastic. But there is a shot in there, and I was drunk when I watched this, so I thought it was amazing. And now that I think about it, I'm just like, all right, whatever. But uh, the, the whole deal with Thor's hammer is that it's you have to be of like pure of heart in order to be able to wield it. And in the comics, they've actually had other people wield it other than Thor, who also happened to be pure of heart. And so you'll get, I could name you names, but you won't know who they are, so who gives a shit? But, um, and then there's in one of the, um, one of the uh, uh, Avengers movies, I think it's Age of Ultron, uh, Captain America tries to lift it and it budges a little bit, which is like, ooh, interesting. But what's very curious about all of this is you see a drawing in Thor Ragnarok of um, Thor's sister wielding the hammer. And you're like, oh, that's so cool. I wonder if that's gonna come back. 
because that would be badass if they brought that back somehow in Endgame. No, yes, Endgame. Here's another great uh, uh, Ida Maria song. Let me stay, please. Oh, let me stay like this. Okay, so um, the one and only movie I have ever been in is Patch Adams. And um, it is sort of my fun fact that I like to put on, you know, when I start a new job, I'm like, here's a fun fact about me. If you watch Patch Adams and you look real hard at the Meat Packers convention, um, I am wearing a hot dog suit. You know, I feel it's fairly innocuous. You know, it's just like, it's, it, and it's an easy fun fact. Like, I'm not going to tell them about Mad TV. I'm not going to tell them about the Howard Stern show. I'm not showing them clips of me running around in my underpants until I quit, uh, which I have done on like on my last day as I am sailing off into the sunset. I'm like, oh yeah, and there's this. Um, but, uh, so I, I was in one of the orientation meetings and we were talking about the whole Patch Adams experience. And as I recall... We did one 14-hour day and one 12-hour day. And I was struggling because I've I've never seen Patch Adams, at least not all the way through. I've only seen my scene. But uh, I noticed it was on Amazon Prime. And so I was like, oh, I'd like to actually time how long a, what is it, 26 hours of shooting gets you in screen time. Now, keep in mind that that whole Meatpackers convention, most of it is montage, right? Like it's Robin Williams, you know, doing the meat races, Robin Williams posing with a cow. Actually, I don't think the posing with the cow made it into the movie, which is crazy because, I don't know, I mean, they had the cow there and it seemed like a good idea. But anyway, um, so uh, I timed it. Here's the answer. For 26 hours of shooting, there is three minutes and five seconds of screen time. I don't know what that shooting ratio is, but it's, it's, it's bad. It's real bad. So, um, on an unrelated topic, I was at, um, the park the other day. And this guy comes walking through, wearing flip-flops, wearing shorts, and mind you, it's like 55 degrees. And he's in his hand, he's got a pair of shoes. And I'm thinking to myself, okay, you're walking to wherever you're going. Seriously? Like you couldn't just put the shoes on in the you know, for the 15-minute walk to 15-minute walk back from that. Like, you are so committed to the flip-flop lifestyle. No, no, I am not wearing these shoes one more minute than I absolutely have to. I will carry them to the gym, put them on uh, under protest, and then the second I walk out that door, they're coming off. You can't find me in. I don't care that it's not even 60 degrees. I'm wearing flip flops. (laughs) 
Yeah, that that's com- that's commitment. I mean, I would just wear the shoes just so I didn't have something in my hand. I'm just like, well, I could carry this dumb thing or and they he didn't even have them in like a backpack or a plastic bag or anything. Just no, just shoes in hand. But I cannot fault this guy too much because he actually picked up garbage as he walked through the park and threw it away in the garbage can. And I wasn't even willing to do that. So, kudos to you, Flip-Flop Man. You know, you may be a weirdo, but you're keeping our parks beautiful. So thank you, thank you, Flip-Flop Man. We uh, appreciate your service. Okay, so um, there is, I said I wasn't gonna talk about work, Um, but, you know, one of the reasons why I left my last job, obviously there were a lot of reasons, but one of them was there was no sense of teamwork. There was no sense of community. And, um, I have been doing my aggressive best to try and change that. Like I'm in the kitchen and I see a new person and I'm like, hey, I'm new or not a new person, a person I don't know because I'm the new person. Uh, I've been there the, just uh, six weeks now, just finished week six. And I just I, I, intro- I say, look, I'm new. I told myself I would meet new people. You know, hey, I'm Alan. Who are you? I work in this group. Which work group are you in? And I met a lot of cool people that way. And then um, I met somebody in one of the other groups and they were like, oh, well, you know, we have a happy hour at my desk on Thursdays if you want to swing by. And I was like, "Okay," So I did. And that was cool. And we played video games and um, and then we played poker and I won. And and I was just like. God damn, man, like, this is what I was looking for. Like, I was looking for, you know, we're not going to be best friends, but at least, like, there's, like, a community here. Um, And it was so cool. So, unfortunately, the training schedule they've got us on now um, eats into Thursdays. Uh, Hopefully, we will only be doing it for another two weeks, and then I can um, go back to happy hour Thursdays. Uh, but, um, but it's, it, it was great. And I just hope, I just hope it continues. And those people still know my name. I'm stunned because I don't remember any of theirs. I I think I may know one. And then there's the the woman that I talked to originally. She's got a very hard to pronounce name, but I, I know it when I see it. All right, then. Well, there's a happy note for you to go out on. So from me, from the music of Bright Brown and Ida Maria, go pick up this album of uh, uh, Wall wall Around My Heart. It's very good. Uh, And we'll do this one more time. Till then! (laughs) 